Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yo, party people, it's Ashley of SingleWomenChronicles.com, where being single is a beautiful choice rather than a miserable circumstance. All right, if I look tired, it's because I am. Uh, <laughs> for those of you watching me on video, but yeah, I think it's also allergies. My eyes look like super red. People have been like, are you high? No, I don't even do drugs. So <laughs> my eyes are just allergies. Back in the day when this season came around, I used to actually use my eye allergies as an excuse to get days off. I used to say it was pink eye. Yep. So you can use that little thing if you want, you know, because pink eye is contagious. So they don't want that. So if you have itchy eyes and red eyes in the springtime and in the summertime like me because of pollen, get you a day off. Okay. Okay, honey. Anyway, you're probably going to hear my dog in the background um, per usual. But today, I don't know what his problem is. He's breathing like he actually ran a marathon, which he has not. He, um, I don't know. He's wilding. But that's him for you but anyway let me jump into today's topic uh before i say that make sure you like subscribe and share share this to someone who you think will be benefit from what i'm about to talk about and yeah okay so it took me hours and hours and hours to even realize what i was or figure out what i was going to talk about today and i'm still not like completely sure but here goes nothing so <laughs> Um, one of my friends sent me a video of a young lady talking about how dating in Atlanta isn't horrible. And I think her messaging teaches like femininity and just like, I don't really know directly, but more so the attract the man to you kind of like the art of persuasion. And I listened to the video and I really liked her messaging, like, because I'm a blogger too, I understand. I also have a degree in marketing. I understand what branding looks like, how to shape a message, who your target audience is, how you really like hit it. And I'm not going to lie for me. A lot of times I hate coming off. You'll really never hear me trying to sell anything to you because I hate the feeling of that. But the way she did it was like excellent and brilliant. And I thought her messaging was great. And I think she has like a number one bestseller book, which is awesome. But I thought like, girl, you spot on like you did it. But me listening to her content, I was kind of like, would that work for me? Like, would that? I don't know. I don't know. But then it got me to thinking because I'm an overthinker, right? <laughs> so I started really analyzing it and started thinking about like how a lot of dating experts speak. And me, like when people call me like a relationship expert or a dating expert and all those things, I don't really accept those titles because I'm a singles expert. 
I am the single friend. I'm the person that's been single longer than I've been in relationships. Now, when it comes to telling you what to avoid, how to heal, how to be single, how to sit in your space and learn how to overcome anxiety with single, how to move through the process of dating after being single for a while, I can tell you all that. All of that. But, you know, people who are dating experts, many times they're trying to sell a product. They want you to come back. They want you to, you know, listen to their blog so they get more views and views turn into money. Now, I'm not saying everyone's doing it to chase the money. Many of them actually do want their people to be helped and to change. And that does happen if you're really doing it for the right reason. But what I do realize is that a lot of them are not telling you one specific thing, that this is a process. I don't care what dating guru you follow, what life coach you follow, what therapist you got, what your religion is, because I'm a Christian and I be praying. I don't care what nobody tell you. Changing your, I guess, changing your, what's the word I'm looking for? Changing how something works for you in your life is a process. Point blank in the period. So anything you wish to change, it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to be a process. If you're bad at dating, I don't care what relationship guru tell you in 30 days, you can have a man that could be a possibility, but if that is that relationship actually going to work out, is that going to lead to marriage? And if it leads to marriage, is it going to be a healthy marriage? Is this relationship not going to lead or end in divorce or in some Will and Jada type bad marriage for life? You see what I'm saying? Like it's going to be a process. And I don't hear relationship experts, dating experts talk about the process enough because guess what happens in process? Failure. When you're trying to make a change, you're trying to date differently, date outside your norm, stop attracting un emotionally unavailable people, stop attracting narcissists, start getting out there more, starting trying like starting to date intentionally instead of casually. All of these things, 9 times out of 10 you're going to fail. You're not going to just fail once. You're probably going to fail 2, 3, 4 times. Point blank in a period. And I don't see enough people addressing this. And that's frustrating to me because what it does is it creates a culture of people feeling like there's something wrong with me because this person followed those tactics and they got into a relationship, but why isn't it working for me? And that's why you can't be comparing one. You can't be comparing your life to somebody else's because you don't know what goes on behind the scene scenes. I'm not saying that people don't actually get into healthy, happy relationships, but you don't know what it took for them to get there. And two, you got to stop making these relationship gurus your God. Now, we just seen the passing of Kevin Samuels. I did not support him because I felt like you said that you wanted to bring families together, but you reap what you sow. What I mean by that is you can't reap, you can't sow hate and reap love. You can't say, I want to build a black community and get them to loving each other again, but continue to sow into black women hatred 
helping them devalue themselves, like all of that stuff like that. But he had a very cult-like following. And that always makes me a little bit, it makes me look at certain people sideways because for me, I'm that person that, bruh, I'm just a resource. I am not the source. The source is God. Point blank in a period. I am not your God. Everything I say will not go because I'm only a vessel that's being used. The only person that controls your life and is sovereign in your life is God. That's it. I can give you tips on what I've gone through. I can give you tips on psychological things because I have a master's in positive psychology, but I can't tell you exactly what to do and let you know that if you do these exact specific things, then this is going to reap this exact specific relationship because that will be a lie. I am not God. I do not know. <laughs> I am only a vessel. So I just see too much of these people, not these people, well, like the dating experts just telling you to follow this specific thing, but they're leaving out the gap of the in-between <laughs> because the in-between, it's a lot of mess in the in-between. It's so much mess. And a lot of that mess is failure. You bumping your head. You probably getting your heart broken again and having to get back up and dust yourself off. And a lot of people end up failing because no one is dressing this gap in between, in between what you actually want and how they're telling you to get it. There's still this space in between. And I just wish more people would talk about it. Well, I'm going to talk about it today. Okay. So... Me, myself, and I, as we know, <laughs> if you follow me for a while, I've dealt with abandonment my entire life because I was abandoned by my father. So most of my dating experiences have been from a mindset of abandonment, very anxious attachment style. So I typically think about the end at the beginning of the relationship. As soon as I meet someone, I'm automatically thinking about, are we going to last? Where is this going to go? How can I control this narrative? If anything is shaken to the point where I'm like, I can't really control this no more, complete, utter, instant anxiety. Instant anxiety. Now, how have I tried to battle and cope with this? I've read books. I have a whole degree in psychology. I journal. I pray. I have a very strong relationship with God. And I got a therapist. And this has been going on for years. I'm talking like five, six years. Do you think that abandonment don't come up no more? Yes, it still does. I still have moments where if someone doesn't call me or text me back, I feel anxiety and I have to use my tools to overcome said anxiety. I still have moments where I get so anxious that I am allowing my trigger to run me to the point where some people have gotten cussed out. Do I regret cussing them out? Sometimes, because sometimes they deserved it. But at the same time, I don't want to allow my trigger to be in control of me. But there are situations and situationships <laughs> that have failed because I've allowed those things to control me in that moment because I couldn't get a grip on it. But that's a part of the process. Like each failure is you failing forward. You're not just going to wake up. That's even like with weight loss and trying to develop a lifestyle in it. You don't just go, start going to the gym consistently for the first two, three months and think, oh, this is easy peasy for the rest of my life. No, you're going to fall off. You're going to eat. 
You're going to have months where you don't go to the gym for a month, two months. You're going to have to go back in there because you don't gain this weight and you're sad and you're mad and you're beating yourself up. But this time you're going to keep going. So next time, instead of missing two months at the gym, you're only going to miss one. And then you're going to go eat some more. And then you're going to gain that weight. And then you're going to be like, I got to get back in this gym. Then you're going to go back to the gym. And this time you may only just miss one week or two weeks. And then you'll pick yourself back up and you keep going. Consistency is the game. But while trying to be consistent, you will fail. And I'm not saying that to be a negative Nancy, but I'm saying that to prepare to prepare you for the process because process is a cuss word. And a lot of us don't want to do it. We want to go through, we live in this popcorn society. We want instant gratification. And a lot of these dating gurus, they provide you with instant gratification because they give you the answer to a very shallow question. Now, a lot of the times these shallow questions have very deep, deeper rooted um, problems but because you're only focused on the shallow part of the question, you're answering the shallow part, but you still going to keep bumping your head or making mistakes because it's a process and you probably haven't dug deep enough to address the major problem. So it may be going well for the first two, three months, and then you bump your head and you be like, dang, how did I miss that? I thought I was better. Like, I thought I did the work. You did. You did the work. You have to look at your progress though. Like just because you learned something and how to overcome something, it doesn't mean it's going to be perfect the first time you apply your new tools. It's not. <laughs> like it is not. That's why we talk about how healing is a forever journey. Like you're constantly going to be applying things because it's just life. You're going to get triggered. You have emotions. We are human. There's no perfect guide to this thing, right? But there are people who can help you because they've been through it and they have expert knowledge on it. But again, the thing I don't want you to miss is this thing is a process. It's a process. I would love to tell you that because I've been single for so long that when I start dating, as soon as a dude mess up, I don't consider overlooking it because I know how to be single. That is a lie. <laughs> it's still a battle for me. Because although I know how to be alone, ultimately, I don't want to be alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't mind it if it's necessary, but at the end of the day, Ashley wants to be married. So if I'm dating someone and I like that person and they make a mistake, even if that mistake is a non-negotiable, I do have moments when I'm like, dang, should I forgive them? Should I overlook this? Should I bring this up? Up, I know I love myself and I wouldn't want to deal with this, but dang, since I've been single for a minute. You know what? Nope. You're going to cut this person off and it's going to be hard, but you're going to get through it. But I still have moments where I don't want to do that because it's a process. It is a process. And one of my hardest processes to overcome is dating with abandonment. Oh, that's been the hardest thing because when I started going to therapy for it, when I started really studying it, cause I read books on it. I, I like journal about journal about it. I know the tools. I know all of this stuff. But as soon as I get in, get in a dating scenario where I really like somebody, guess what? It It's like, hey, what's up? I know you thought I was gone, but I'm back. He ain't text you back quick enough. What are you doing, girl? This ain't going to work. All of these negative thoughts going through my mind, going through my mind. And I know what to do. And I know what's going on. But I still <laughs> cope and battle with that. Because it's a process. So my aim for this podcast is to help you understand 
even if it's not in relationships, it don't even got to be in that. It could be on starting a new job or starting a new career or wanting to shift careers. It could be on learning something new. I want you to understand that there is a process in between learning the tips and the tools and actually being great and good at it. It's a process in between it. I just think too many times we skip that process. Stop skipping that process. And again, it's going to help you to understand that, listen, they ain't not, there's nothing wrong with me. This is a part of it. We're going to fail forward. I've learned that typically failing in a relationship or usually it's a situation ship chat, but failing in a dating scenario for me, I, God has revealed things to me and shown me, okay, this is what you need to work on next. And you're going to keep working on things until we get to that person who's going to be your forever. Right. And that's a hard pill to swallow because every time you want it to be the last time that you got to go through this jump, <laughs> you'll be like, bruh. But what's funny is even if you meet, that's why living in the present moment is so important. I know I'm jumping around. I'm sorry. I hope I'm hoping that you following me, but that's why living in the present moment is so important because when you're not living in the present moment, you start to think, what if, what could be, and all of those things, and you're missing out on the lesson or the blessing that's right in front of your face. Because the thing I know for me that happens is if it's a bad guy, anxiety is coming. If it's a good guy, anxiety is still coming. I think we'd be looking for this picture perfect scenario because movies done messed us up and reality shows be lying to us <laughs> where as soon as you start dating this new person, that's actually a good person who's unlike everybody else that, Oh my God, I'm going to feel safe. It's going to be great. I'm not going to feel the anxiety anymore. I'm going to be sure of myself. No, you're not. <laughs> like, no, you're not. Stop expecting that. No, because it's within it's, it's what we control. If you cope with emotional situations, especially if you've dealt with heartbreak over and over and over again in your life, you're going to have fear. Even if it's someone who's a good person, you're going to have to fight not to be in survival mode. You're going to have to fight not to be, Oh my God, he's going to abandon me. You're going to have to fight not to move too fast. It is a process, but in your process, I want you to trust your progress. What do I mean by that? When you trust in your progress, you're looking at the situation. Worst case scenario. In the past, what is the worst case scenario if a person didn't text me back in time? I'm about to send this dude a text message and cuss him out and I'm going to block him. But Ashley, y'all only been talking for two days. I don't care. He should know better. <laughs> That's the worst case scenario. I'm being truth truthful. I'm being transparent today. I'm telling y'all how I used to roll. But now I don't do that. Even if it's somebody who I truly feel in my heart, like this dude is doing something, he ain't got no business. I'm not about to do all that. Not cussing nobody out. I'm specifically going to talk to myself. Okay, Ash. Now, is this something you're making up in your mind or is this something that could possibly be true? Okay, if it could possibly be true, how do we confront them? Should we confront them in this moment when we're at the highest level of anxiety? Maybe we should not. Maybe we should wait. Now, that's my now. My in-between? Folks was getting cussed out left and right. Maybe not after two days, but it definitely after two weeks and two months. 
He was getting cussed out. And I was justifying it because I'm like, well, I told them in the beginning that I got abandonment issues and they shouldn't be shutting down on me. So if they shut down on me after I done told them not to shut down on me, then guess what? They getting cussed out and I'm, I'm justified, but I'm not, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Cause that's still me allowing the trigger to control me. Because if I wasn't allowing it to control me, I would be able to calm myself down to a point that I can have an adult conversation without yelling, screaming, cussing somebody out because I'm so anxious. But it's a part of the process. It's my progress. Because it's been times where I went so far left, even knowing better. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, how could I have been so stupid? I thought I knew better. And God is like, you did know better. And my therapist is like, you do know better, but at the same time, application and theory are two different things. But you progress because in the past, you would have cussed them out sooner. <laughs> but this time, you waited. So that's progress. So next time, you may not cuss them out, but you might think about cussing them out, or you may be smart with them or short with them. You see what I'm saying? It's, you got to trust your progress. You have to think about how far you've come, even if you're not perfect right now, even if it's not the perfect scenario you would want it to be. We all wish there was a pill we could take that could solve all of our dating problems, that could solve all of our workout health problems, that could solve all of these issues that we're trying to change in our life. But there is not a pill. But if you keep working it and you stay consistent, and you get through the process because there is a process to every type of change in your life. Even a change that you're not specifically making the changes, even when God is trying to change you, that's a process to that. He can do it overnight, but usually it's going to be a process because you got to learn it. So that's the one thing I want to get across because I think a lot of people are struggling in dating. I think a lot of people are frustrated a lot of people are asking, like, what's wrong with me? Why am I always single? Why can't I get in a relationship? I must be damaged goods. But a lot of the times it has nothing to do with that. It's just that because the tips that are working for others aren't working for you instantly overnight, you're basically developing a negative mindset, which is manifesting into your life. Because if you start to think something's wrong with me, I'm damaged, then guess what? You're putting that out there. So of course, no, you're going to only attract people who are also that, who are not good for you. You have to start thinking better. And in order to start thinking better, you have to become aware that there is a process to change. There is a process to, if you've been single for a while, going into dating and actually finding someone. There are exceptions to the rules. There are people who do get out there and the first person they meet is there forever. That ain't most people. Like, at all. That is not most people. And I'm here to tell you that it is normal. It is absolutely normal. And it is okay. Just keep dusting yourself off and trying again and understanding that if you fail, when you fail, really, you're failing forward. What lesson did you learn from this situation? It's okay. It's all right. That's, that's fine. But I just wanted to inform you that that's the one thing these dating experts are not telling you that there is a process to changing. Even when they're giving you the best advice, step one through 36 is still a process in applying those things and you're most likely gonna fail. That's all I gotta say, y'all. <laughs>
So hopefully this helps somebody. Hopefully this frees somebody. Hopefully this made somebody feel good today and empowered. Like, oh my God, I have to stop telling myself there's something wrong with me. Oh my God, I have to stop telling myself that I'm going to die alone. Even if it's a joke, there's a truth in every joke. Stop telling yourself that. I used to say that and I low-key meant it. But I had to realize that I'm saying this because I low-key believe it because I keep failing and dating. So am I going to die alone, Lord? I had to change that mindset. And a part of me changing that mindset was realizing that this thing is a process. Even when you're dating someone good for you. It's just a part of it. I'm sorry. I don't know why God made it this way, but it is what it is. <laughs> so again, like, comment, and share with somebody who you think needs this, needs to hear this. And that's it. Bye, y'all. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.